0: For the first time, Scotland Yard opens its secret files to bring you the authentic, true stories of some of its most celebrated cases. These are accurate records drawn from these files by special permission of Sir Harold Scott, Commissioner of Scotland Yard. They're true in every respect, except for the names of the participants, which for obvious reasons have been changed. The research has been done by Mr. Percy Hoskins, Chief Crime Reporter for the London Daily Express. The stories for radio are written and directed by Willis Cooper. Uh
1: scotland yard the london headquarters of the metropolitan police is situate near the embankment on whitehall hard by 10 downing street and almost in the shadow of big ben here also is the headquarters of the cid the criminal investigation department the body of men whose exploits for more than a hundred years have made the name scotland yard synonymous with the brilliant detection of crime and unrelenting pursuit of the criminal and the presentation of the painstakingly acquired evidence that assures his eventual punishment On the lower ground floor of New Scotland Yard is the famous Black Museum, where whose present custodian is Chief Superintendent James Davidson, a Scotland Yard veteran. Behind this door...
2: Good afternoon. This Black Museum of ours is rather unique. Everything in it was at one time connected with the successful solution of a crime, or was closely involved in the crime itself. We possess an imposing collection of lethal weapons here, each carefully docketed to indicate its origin. Here are half-empty bottles of almost every poison known to man, together with a statement of particulars concerning its use. Here are the bloodstained garments on which the solution of a crime of violence depended. Among the Black Museum's relics are disguises used by famous criminals death of notorious men and women whose ends Scotland Yard encompassed. And a great many other more gruesome mementos of man's inhumanity to man. Among the exhibits are others seemingly incongruous objects that in their time served well in the undoing of desperate criminals. Such an exhibit is this one, the fragments of a set of teacups, this collection of shards was the first step in the solution of a frightful crime, which occurred during the Blitz of July 1940. Yes, sir. Will you please bring me file number three O two M R six five one, constable? Uh, three O two M R six five one, sir. Yes, sir. One, sir. In July 1940, the Battle of Britain was at its height. The Luftwaffe hits us at all hours. And from advanced defense fields of the RAF, the weary Spitfires rose day and night to do battle. Thousands of British people died in Britain as a result of enemy action. But in the midst of the very present war, murder went on as usual. Chief Superintendent Peter caruth received a telephone call at Scotland Yard on the morning of the 3rd of July, a Wednesday...
1: R302MR651, sir.
2: Thank you. The call is from Chief Constable at Matfield, a Kentish village near Tundridge. The Chief Constable reported the finding of the bodies of three women shot to death and requested the assistance of the CID. The services of Scotland Yard are available to the provincial police at all times if requested. The Home Office assuming all expenses if the request is made within 24 hours of the discovery of the crime. At their own expense, if we're called in after that. Chief Superintendent Carruth was gratified that the request came at the very beginning of the case, and he drove to Matfield at once with a medical examiner from the Home Office and Detective Sergeant Small, also Scotland Yard. They were met at the scene of the crime by Matfield Chief Constable Thomas Bennett. It's good of you to come so quickly, all of you.
3: It's all quite beyond his ears, sir, what with the blitz and all. I'm sure. I had a bad time. Having it, sir. Yes,
2: I've no doubt.
3: Those hours, Mister Bennett. Spitfire's. Jerry must be up again. Well, here's what happened. In the house, there's Miss Evans, the servant. Uh, Is she dead? Two holes in her head. play, place all ransacked, all tore up. Where are the others? Mrs. Ames and her daughter Jessica's lying down there in the orchard also shot
0: yes I, I
3: see where do you want to start sir um a house i think first well yeah. uh, come in then sir uh, gentlemen thank you. thank you very much
0: thank
3: you they've lived here in matfield a long time have they Donna? miss evans the servant, has always lived here mrs ames and her daughter moved here a year ago mrs ames a widow no it's strange for her husband though they're quite friendly he lives at Pittington. Oh yes, I know. I've been there. Owns a farm. Does he know about this? My station sergeant telephoned him this morning, sir. He was in London, but he'll be home this evening. Shall I uh, go first, sir? She's lying right by the door, and you might trip over her. By all means.
0: You mind there? Hey, these oh, no, is no, the no, gentleman no, from no, Scotland
3: Yard, no. constable. Yes, sir. This hey. is Miss Margaret Evans, sir, age sixty-one. Seven, living in oh see what you can find out bernard right small get started looking for fingerprints
0: yes yeah, sir.
3: place has really been ransacked hasn't it mm-hmm. what's missing haven't checked yet sir haven't touched anything good well not much chance of finding out if anything is gone though everybody that lived here is dead i'd like to see the others right sir hey, if you'll come with me oh what's that over there yeah. Tea things?
0: Yes, sir. Looks as if she dropped the tray when she saw the murderer.
3: Have a look at them, too, Small. All right, sir. Uh, down this part, <coughs> sir. The orchard, there, that's where they are. Mrs. Ames? And her daughter, Jessica. Mm. They have many visitors? Very few, sir. And the place is back from the road, isn't a bit by the roses. Hard oh, to tell they do have. Here she is. This is the daughter, I suppose. Right, sir. Her mother's over there. Off the path. Daughter was running away toward the house. Mother was facing the other way. Shot in the back, too. Aye. Found anything here in the grass? Cartridge cases, anything? Well, no, sir. Oh, we, we did find this glove, though, no, sir. Uh, sorry, I had it in my pocket. Almost forgot it. Oh, woman's glove. Size six, I'd say. Hogskin. Shops sell thousands a week. Left hand. Whose is it? Isn't Mrs. Ames, sir, too small? Or Miss Jessica's either? Uh, too large, I say, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, maybe the murderer, sir. We'll see. All you found? All so far, sir. Mm. Where was the glove? Oh, over there, sir. I, I marked the spot with those two sticks. Uh-huh. Alongside the mother's body? Yes, sir. Well... As soon as Bernard's examined the bodies, I think you'd better have all this grass scythed down and see if you can find anything else. Cartridge case or anything. Yeah, right, sir. Shall we walk back to the house? Yes, sir. hunting, lad. Take a pardon? Walking the fighter chap up there. hope oh, oh. oh, he suits some Jerry's bloody ears off. He probably will. I've got a son in the raft, flight sergeant in the coastal command. Good man. Nineteen years old. I was 19. I was a farm man for good old Uncle Tom Cobley. What if they've found anything yet in there, sir? We'll see. Ah, here's Bernard. Anything yet?
0: Well, I I want to see the other bodies first. Mm, Discovered a little so far. Uh, Where are the... um, uh... Down the path
3: back there, sir. We've touched nothing. Except this glove. Oh, is this one of theirs? Wrong size.
0: All right. Uh, you can remove the bodies as soon as I've finished, Chief Constable. Yes,
3: sir. I'll have the band here at once. In a seat to it, please. Yes, sir. What are you doing, Small? I'm Trying to
0: fit these cups together, sir. Well,
3: oh, what about fingerprints? I wanted you oh, fi- I
0: found a good many, sir. They all checked with hers. Oh, how did you know they were hers? Oh, I took hers. I wish live peoples were as easy to take. No others? Well, I'm not sure yet, sir. As soon as I get the others down there, I'll make a very thorough
3: check. These cups and saucers. She dropped them when she saw the murderer, probably. Oh, quite. But why should there be four cups, sir? Four? One for the mother. One for the daughter. One for the maid. For her? Evans was more a companion than a servant, sir. Here in Matfield, we. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, yes. And one for the murderer. Why, then, must have known the murderer. People don't usually offer a cup of tea to a perfect stranger. You could make up a list of their friends, Chief Constable, yeah, and then... very few friends, sir. Kind of standoffish like they was, and the, the parson, the grocer, you know, postmistress, not any real close friends, so to speak. Make up a list and check where they all were yesterday. Yes, sir. What about this estranged husband of Mrs. Ames? Would he have a motive? Oh, I don't think so, sir. He used to come visit her, I know, but... Oh, he did, eh? And he's in London now, you said. I went down yesterday morning. They said sir. Where does he live? Do you say. Piddington, sir. Near Oxford. Uh, you take over such a small. You and Mr. Bernard. I'll call you from Piddington. Piddington, sir. Do you think? I think. I'd like to know whether our friendly ex-husband was really in London yesterday, or elsewhere. <laughs>
2: At Piddington that afternoon, seventy miles away from Matfield, Jem Davies, the man of all work, explained to Chief Superintendent Caruth that John Ames had not yet returned from London. Miss Viola Masterson, the manager of the Ames farm, however, was at home, recovering from an accident. Caruth spoke to her in her sitting room. Her left arm was in bandages, and she was obviously in slight pain. Caruth sympathized with her. I'm so sorry to disturb you,
3: Miss Masterson. It's
4: quite all right. I'll be up and about in a day or so. It pains a little though now.
3: I suppose you've heard about the former Mrs. Ames and her daughter.
4: I'm so dreadfully sorry. I knew them slightly, you know. Oh, did you? I'd have gone over to Natfield if I hadn't been so stupid as to fall off my bicycle and injure my arm. I'm afraid I'm not a very good cyclist. Oh, do you have any clues as to the... The...
3: Murderer? very few at the moment. Very few, I'm afraid.
4: Oh, what a pity.
3: Mr. Ames went to London yesterday, hmm?
4: Yes. He was probably in London while his former wife and daughter were murdered. He often stops in to see them on his way. If he'd stopped there yesterday, he might have prevented it. Yes,
3: yes. I suppose he can account for his movements yesterday.
4: I'm quite sure he can, Superintendent. I expect him at any moment.
3: You were here at the farm all day? hmm?
4: I rode about the farm all day in my bicycle until I had the accident. Ah. I'm sure Jemmy Davis can confirm that. And the bicycle is still where I left it, where I fell off. Unless Jemmy's brought it back.
3: I see. Uh, by the way, have you ever seen this glove before?
4: Oh, uh, let me see it. No, I'm afraid not. Did it belong to...
3: We're not quite sure.
4: Well, it's not mine. But it's too big for me, I'm sure, Superintendent.
3: You've never seen it before? Never. Thank you, Miss Masterson.
4: Uh, is that all you wanted? Aren't you going to wait for Mr. Ames?
3: Oh, I don't like to disturb you, Miss Masterson. I'll wait out there with Jemmy. It is Jemmy, isn't it?
4: Uh, by all means, talk to Jemmy. I'm sure you'll confirm everything I've said.
3: Good day, Miss Masterson.
4: You know where to find Jemmy?
2: <laughs> he was sitting
3: alongside the stable door cleaning a shotgun, and I last saw him.
2: Jemmy Davis was a simple-minded man. He didn't realize that he was talking much too freely to the friendly Scotland Yard man. Well, it'd, it'd be a terrible
0: thing, I expect, but I don't shed no tears for him. I didn't like her nor adored her neither. Hated them? It ain't none of my business, sir. But now, Mr. Ames, uh, he'd be a real fine man. And she, uh, she treated him awful bad. How? Dug in the manger. Kicks him out, she does. And then when he finally meets a woman he loves, and that woman loving him,
3: she won't give him no divorce. You seem to know a lot about Mr Ames' affairs, Jemmy. Yeah. Him and me, we be just like that. I'd do anything
0: for that man. Er two for that matter. Who? Miss Marchison. There. Well, that's pretty clean,
3: ain't it? Let's see. Hm. Clean as I'd ever want a gun to be. <laughs>
0: Had it for years. Old fashioned like me.
3: <laughs> uh, but she'd be a good shotgun.
0: He uses it all the time for rabbits. Mr. Ames? Well, he buys his own shells, too. Hmm. Now, Miss Masterson, she's scared of it. Tried to teach her how to shoot it. But she was scared. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't kill a person with this here gun, I says to her. Not unless you got up real close. Funny thing, though. She shot a rabbit with it yesterday. (laughs) You know, it made her so sick at her stomach when she shot the poor little fella. Never again, she says to me.
3: (laughs) Do you see the rabbit, Jimmy?
0: (laughs) Well, what were left of it... She were too close. Well, not worth bringing back to cook. <laughs> you know, I think that's why she fell off her bicycle thinking about it.
3: Where did she fall?
0: Where? Well, it was in the meadow, yonder. The wheel slipped on the grass.
3: Jimmy, did you ever see this glove before?
0: Huh? No, sir. Well, can't say as how I have. Sure? No, sir. Whose is it?
3: I found it. Well... Poinders, keepers. Uh, That's what they say. So you don't think Mr. Ames and Miss Masterson will be upset by Mrs. Ames' death? Lord bless you, no, sir. Now they can get married. That dog in the manger wife
0: of his. He must have been the last one to see her alive. Oh? How's that? When he stopped to see her on the way to London yesterday. Why, I thought you was going to wait for him to come back, sir.
2: Chief Superintendent Caruth hurried to the local police station where he put through a trunk telephone call to Matfield. Detective Sergeant Small, the Scotland Yard man, answered the telephone at the murder house. Small here. Small, I want you to check
3: at once on something. Yes, sir. I want you to make the most diligent inquiries. Get that Chief Constable there to inquire of every person in Matfield, if necessary, at once, to discover if this man Ames was seen in Matfield yesterday. You got that?
0: He was seen, sir. He was? The postman, sir. We've been making inquiries all over the village of Mrs. Ames' known friends. And we've come across several curious things, sir. Well? Well, the the postman observed Mr. Ames walking toward this house yesterday afternoon.
3: He's sure?
0: We positively identified him, sir. Known him for years. Spoke to him, called him by name, and Ames replied. What else? He was carrying a shotgun, sir.
3: Oh. I discovered here that he intended to visit them. But the gun?
0: Looks as if he's our man, doesn't it?
3: What else did you discover?
0: Well, the bicycle belonging to Mrs. Ames is missing.
3: Oh?
0: And the porter at the railway station reports a strange woman carrying a parcel arrived in town yesterday, but so far we have been unable to trace her. Now, the local police have picked up a deserter from an army camp near here. He's been questioned now.
3: Ah.
0: Oh. And a lorry driver for the gas company at Oxford reports picking up a woman on the highway near here yesterday afternoon. She was wearing one glove.
3: Oh?
0: Now, he thinks her bare hand was scratched and bleeding. Yes? Yes. She explained she'd fallen off her bicycle and was trying to catch a train. He took her to the railway station. And then... What did you say,
3: sir? I didn't say anything.
0: Oh, I was speaking to Dr. Bernard, sir. I'll put him on. He wants to speak to you. Thank you. You there,
3: Caruth. Yes, Bernard.
0: I've discovered why you didn't find any spent cartridges, Superintendent. Yes. The women were killed with a shotgun, probably a 410 shotgun. Yes, yes, I think. The uh, murderer had to pick the discharged shell out of the breech of the gun by hand.
3: Yes, but. It...
0: Probably carried them away and disposed of them elsewhere.
3: Did you recover any of the shot from the bodies?
0: Yes, quite small pellets, uh, bird shot. Mark
3: it in evidence and hold it for me. I think those little lead pellets are going to hang someone, Bernard. <laughs>
2: Back at the Piddington farm, Chief Inspector Carew found that Ames had returned in his absence. Jemmy, the garrulous man of all work, was just leaving. He was going to fetch Miss Masterson's abandoned bicycle, Are I said. be
0: going out to, to fetch Miss Masterson's bicycle, sir. But here,
2: Jemmy,
3: would you like a half a crown? What for? That rabbit Miss Masterson shot. Is it near where she left the bicycle? Oh, furlong or two, sir. Fetch it back for me. What for, sir? it been fit to eat. She were too close. Oh. I've a fancy to see how that gun of yours works, Jim. Oh.
0: That old gun of mine? Uh, she be a very good gun,
3: sir. Show me. Here. Well. Good man. Now, is Mr. Ames in the house? Aye, sir. No, I'll, I'll fetch the rabbit and show
0: you. But the poor thing will be all full of birdshot, sir.
3: That'll be all right, Jemmy. I'm very interested in birdshot. Yes? I'm Chief Superintendent Carruth of Scotland Yard. You're John Ames, hmm?
1: Yes. Now, you're the gentleman who was here this afternoon. Yes. May I come in? Do. You've come about... The murder of my wife and daughter. Yes. I'm sorry, Mr. Carruth, you said? Yes. I cannot pretend any great grief. Although I am shocked at the tragic.
3: May I sit down? I, um, I spoke to Miss Masterson, your manager, this afternoon. She said you were here. Perhaps if Miss Masterson is strong enough...
4: Here I am.
3: Oh, sit down, my dear. Please, sit down.
4: Don't hurt my hand, John. I'm all right. Well, sir?
3: Am I correct in assuming that uh, with the death of Mr. Ames' strange wife, you and he...
4: uh... We can be married, yes.
1: Mr. Ames? That's true. My wife has consistently refused to give me a divorce. Although we were on fairly good terms... She and
4: I weren't. I'm glad she's dead. And that horrid daughter of hers, too. Now we're rid of them once and for all. Violet.
3: Do you share Miss Masterson's views, Mr. Ames? Um, I'm
4: afraid. Well, perhaps he's not as ferocious as I am, but he shares my views all right. Don't you, John?
3: Uh, yes. And what were you doing with a shotgun on the way to our home yesterday, Mr. Ames?
2: John, you didn't.
3: You didn't. Mr. Ames. You,
4: you didn't tell me. Oh, John, John, are you. Spoiled everything. Your
3: wife and your daughter were murdered with a shotgun, Mr. Ames. I didn't do he it. He
4: didn't, he didn't, I say. What
3: gauge is your shotgun, Mr. Ames? This is
1: absurd, Mr. It's G- a G- Why do
3: you... Uh, why do you think it's absurd?
1: My dear sir, my gun, which incidentally is an American-made Remington over and under 12 gauge, has been broken for four weeks. You see? Broken. The sear spring is broken. It's quite impossible to fire the gun. You can examine the gun at your leisure at Henny McGovern's, the gunsmith's, on High Holborn in London, where I took it yesterday. We'll check that. Why did you visit your wife yesterday, carrying your broken gun? I dropped off in Matfield on my way to London to have the gun repaired. I begged her again to give me a divorce. She refused? She refused again.
4: (laughs) For the last time. And we're going to be married now at last. Don't expect us to weep for her. Whoever killed her should be given a medal. Viola. Oh, stop it. You're just as glad as I am. Aren't you?
1: Excuse me. The telephone yes yes he's here one moment it's for you mr caruth
3: thank you chief superintendent caruth him
0: small here sir we found mrs ames missing bicycle oh yes sir we discovered it in a ditch close to the place where the lorry driver picked up the woman with one glove oh good and there are numerous fingerprints on the handlebar sir but of the right hand only
3: most interesting
0: the strange woman whom the railway reporter observed was uh, carrying a parcel, do you remember?
3: Yes, yes, of course.
0: Well, it was a, a long parcel about the length of a gun, he says, wrapped in brown paper.
3: I see. Have you taken the things you spoke about?
0: Things, sir? Yes. Oh, all oh, the, the fingerprints on the bicycle? Yes, quite. Yes, sir, I've taken them.
3: How soon could I see them and the people you spoke of?
0: Up there, sir? Yes. Well, there's an up train that we can have stop at Pittington leaving here in half an hour, sir.
3: I think you'd better come then, if you can find the others you mentioned. I'll meet you at the Piddington station.
1: Right, sir. bye I'm very sorry. Could I ask, you have uncovered some other evidence, sir? You're
4: not going to arrest John then? He won't be charged with murder?
3: I think I can almost assure you that you will not be charged with murder, Mr. Ames. I'm sorry. I I, I must go and meet my colleagues. This is quite important. Will you be
4: coming back? I
3: probably shall. I I shall want to be able to assure Mr. Ames that he will not be held. Oh,
0: John. <laughs> Is the Scotland Yard man still here, Mr. Ames?
3: Why, uh, I'm here, Jenny.
0: Well, I, I fetch you the dead rabbit, sir, with your half-crowns worth of birdshot. shot. <laughs>
2: met him at the railway station two hours later. Detective Sergeant Small, Chief Constable Bennett, the lorry driver who had picked up the woman with the bloody hand and the one glove, and the railway porter who had observed the woman carrying the brown paper parcel the size of a gun. Leaving Chief Constable Bennett at the station to make a telephone call, the party proceeded to the Ames farm.
1: Good evening mr caruth may we come in please My, this is quite a delegation
3: may we come in please
1: why i suppose
3: <coughs> do come in although thank you where's miss masterson viola
4: yes dear why what g- uh, miss
3: masterson do you recognize any of these people
4: why why do of course not
3: patterson oh. do you recognize this woman hey. She's the lady in blue slacks I picked at the malaria on the road to Matfield yesterday. The lady that said she fell off a bike. Her hand was all bloody and she had one glove on. Like this one? Yes, sir. Exactly like that. O'Connor? Yes, sir? Have you ever seen this lady before? I've seen her yesterday, sir. Getting off the 1206 train that passes through Piddington
1: before it gets to Batfield. He was wearing blue slacks and carried a brown paper parcel about the size of a gud, sir. Now, look here, what's the meaning of all this? Come in. Well, Bennett.
3: Just like you thought, sir. I telephoned the doctor who treated Miss Masterson, and he informs me that he treated her left hand for multiple lacerations, removing particles of road gravel and stains of tarvia from the palm. Miss Masterson. There is no gravel or tavia at the meadow. Thank you. Mr. Ames, I'm extremely mm. sorry for you. John,
4: now we won't get married.
3: Viola Masterson, oh. I arrest you on the charge of willful I murder. I wanted
4: to get married and she stood in way. And I
3: must John, warn you that anything I... you say will be taken down and may be used in evidence against you.
4: John, what have I done?
2: The evidence adduced by Chief Superintendent Carruth, the identifications by the lorry driver and the railway porter, the shotgun pellets which proved identical with those Miss Masterson had fired into the unfortunate rabbit, the glove which was identified as hers by the store which had sold it to her, the gravel from the road in her wounded hand, and the motive, which was all too plain, proved sufficient evidence to convict Viola Masterson of the murders of Mrs. Ames and her daughter and of the servant Margaret Evans who provided the first cue the fourth cup Miss Masterson had determined to murder the servant to eliminate the only witness to the murder of the others in a trial marked with frequent air raid alarms caused by an enemy whose depredations could not prevent murder from going on as usual she was found criminally insane and is now imprisoned in the asylum at Broadmoor. John Ames was tried as an accomplice but acquitted. He joined the 1st Battalion of the Baps and was reported missing in action in the Italian campaign. Constable, you may turn the File 302 MR 651, the Blitz murder case, to the records room. Good afternoon. You've just heard the
0: first case in the series Whitehall 1212, drawn from the official files of Scotland Yard by permission of Commissioner Sir Harold Scott. All names were changed in this story for obvious reasons, but everything else is true. It occurred. Fight Hall 1212 is written and directed for radio by Willis Cooper. Next, listen for Tales of the Texas Rangers on NBC. NBC.